Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. You are listening to episode 61. This is your girl, Stephanie. And as promised from last week's episode, I am breaking down the different doshas. This week, we are focusing solely on vata. So if you remember from last week's episode, vata is your mind-body type in the Ayurvedic system of health. And what it really constitutes of of air and ether. So we discussed a little bit about all the different qualities of the doshas when it comes to the elements. And vata is the one that has both air and ether. Some of the things or how it manifests, this air and ether manifests into the body, is that you have things like dry skin, hair, lips, tongue, a dry colon, tendency to get constipated, um, a very dry voice, like very hoarse voice. Other things you will find is like a lighter body frame, muscles, bones, very hard time finding, getting some sleep. So you can't sleep all the time, wake up all the time and have difficulty falling asleep. Another attribute is cold. So cold hands, feet, poor circulations, doesn't really like the cold weather, but loves hot weather, body stiffness, and then also irregularities when it comes to your menstrual cycle, roughness, such as rough bumps on the skin, callous feet, cracked nails, rough hair, cracked joints, and then subtle twitching, delicate features, anxiety, muscle tremors, things like this all are some of the attributes that it comes to when you are thinking of that air and ether, which make up that vata dosha. So you might be wondering, okay, now that we've listened to last week's episode, and even if you didn't take the quiz, you might be wondering, what are some of the characteristics of Vata? And this is coming from um, the Idiot's Guide to Ayurveda, which I thought was really, really great, how she broke it down. Um, Because when Sahara had written these concepts of the characteristics, I remember the first time I got this book, I was like, oh my gosh, especially for Pitta, which we'll be discussing next week. I'm like, it was dead on when it came to my husband. I'm like, yep, he is definitely a Pitta. And when I had him take the quiz and then even requizzed him recently, it was like, yep, he is definitely Pitta. So again, um, some of the characteristics that you might find in a Vata are, these are the people who can eat whatever they want. These are those skinny people that can eat all the stuff and never gain an ounce. Where people who 
eat something and it goes directly to their hips. They're like, oh, I can't stand this person. They have a high metabolism. They're often the people that are actually trying to put on weight but have a hard time putting it on. And um, it just seems like no matter what they're doing, they could eat as much as they want. They can't put on fat and they can't put on muscle. These are very, those small boned people that have very prominent joints that often crack or pop. They're often um, extremely tall or short, like runway models um, or like a ballerina. So very thin. They have dry bodies, um, hair, skin, and nails. They often need to have braces to straighten out their naturally crooked teeth. And if you look at their mouths, you'll notice that their gums are on the, the thinner side. They easily get those dark circles underneath their eyes because their skin is so thin. They don't sweat that often, but they feel cold quite often. They experience back problems quite frequently and have bone abnormalities such as scoliosis or bunions. Mentally, these people are very creative. They are interested in things like arts, literature, spirituality, philosophy, and anything that allows them to really think outside the box. They talk very um, quickly and they have a million ideas in their head. They are often very indecisive and they change their minds quite frequently. They have restless energy and tend to overanalyze things. Other things are, um, again, they talk and walk really quickly. They experience anxiety. They have irregular schedulers and appetite. They experience gas, bloating, and constipation. That's all that air that's in their digestive system. They have colon disorders. Um, they also are dealing with arthritis. Um, some people might think that they're really underweight to the point where they look anorexic. They have nervous system disorders such as worry, anxiety, and stress. And the people that you are um, thinking about are also going to be those people that are not just creative and imaginative, but they're also very outgoing. They are up for an adventure and they easily adapt to a lot of different changes or that very airy you know, feeling where they can go from one thing and the other. They're like, yeah, let's go out there and do it. Uh, these can also be the people that are very scatterbrained, uh, that you seem like they, you know, they can't keep their mind on one thing and they want to do a whole bunch of different things. So famous people that you might be thinking of are like Fred Astaire and Audrey Hepburn. These are some of those famous people or like think of like a really thin runway model or a ballerina. Those are the people that are going to be Vata. So you might be wondering, okay, so that seems like me. And remember, you might have some of these characteristics and you might have another dosha characteristics. For myself, I'm a mixture of pitta and kapha, so I'm two doshas. So again, this might sound like, yeah, I got some of these, but I'm not 100% all of these things then that's okay because you might be a mixture of another dosha. So when we start talking about these other doshas, pitta and kapha, you might realize that you actually have some of those characteristics too. And that's the reason why those quizzes are really great to do because then you can find out like, are you a mixture of two of them? And again, if you want to take the quiz, I'm going to leave it again this week in the show notes. It is a Google form. So you do need to let me know 
that you filled it out because I don't get a notification on that. But um, if you do fill it out, just simply send me an email and let me know like, hey, I filled it out and I will look back at it and I will figure out what your dosha is like and I'll respond in an email for you. So again, that's there and available for you to do. If you want to do a deeper consultation about this, um, you can easily send me an email and say, hey, I'm interested in the consultation and we can book one of those too. All right. So back to some of the ways to balance this stuff out. The biggest thing is for Vatas is they need to establish a routine. Having a routine has not really come very natural for the Vata mind because remember we talked about very scattered brain. So this is something that they really need to have so they can feel a little bit more grounded. That airiness needs to be grounded a little bit more. So um, sometimes for them, it feels like a personal freedom that they have a routine because then they know exactly what they're going to be doing instead of feeling like anxiety and worry about what's the next thing that they're going to be doing. Oh, some of the things that you can do for a routine is to wake up around the same time every single day. Practice a morning routine, which I talked about in some of my earlier episodes, um, such as, you know, eliminating when you wake up in the morning, brushing your teeth, tongue scraping, wash your face. Um, you can do a nausea um, for your nose, whatever it may be to have your routine. Drink a hot cup of warming tea or um, ginger and meditate. For me, I'm having my hot water and apple cider vinegar in the morning. Eat a warm breakfast, such as cooked grains with almond milk and cinnamon, something that's really warming and grounding for that person. And then begin your day in a very peaceful manner. Have lunch around the same time of the day. Exercise in the afternoon when your energy levels are actually up. And I get this question all the time, like um, doing physical activity because I'm a personal trainer and a fitness instructor, people are like, what is the best time for me to work out? So here we're saying, if you're Vata afternoon, if that's when your energy level's up, don't try to force yourself to be a morning person. You're not going to do well in the morning. Um, then have like a, an early, easy to digest dinner, something like a vegetable stew, something that's warming again, not super heavy on the body so that you're not going to bed with all this heaviness on you. And then you can have a nice um, tonic, like a golden milk, uh, which I absolutely love. And you can throw some of your adaptogens in there, like ashwagandha and maca, if you like, which I've been doing lately. And then you can oil your body with some nice sesame oil to add a little bit of moisture into your body, turn off all of your technology, and then go to bed uh, roughly around 10 p.m., no later than that. The biggest thing for vatas is to slow down. Vatas tend to be at a very fast pace, overdrive, and they burn out. They try to do a lot of things. So the real medicine for vatas is to actually take it slow, stop, and smell the roses. They should practice things such as doing one task at a time to achieve like mindfulness. Instead of trying to multitask, the studies have shown that multitasking is not beneficial at all. So Instead of doing that, just focusing on one thing at a time, this forces you to slow down and be mindful while you are doing it. Another thing is to slow down and be mindful while you are eating, and you can use that as a meditative practice. So again, taking in consideration, like, what's the colors like? What does it smell like? What's the textures like? Is it warm? Is it cold? Things like that. What is 
how do you feel when you eat this food? Really focusing on those things is a great thing for vatas. So some of the foods that vatas need to avoid for balance are um, things like coffee, right? We talked about how coffee, or we talked about how they'll go, 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 and they deal a lot of anxiety. Coffee is going to stimulate those adrenal glands to release more cortisol, so you stay away from things like that. Other things are nuts. Nuts are very drying. Even though they are made out of fat, it could be very drying for them. Things like that are very drying, such as um, popcorn, such as kale, um, or um, salads and stuff like that, that needs to be avoid dried fruit. Again, it's dry, have moist fruit, beans, and potatoes. The reason why we say all of these things is because they're very drying. Other things to avoid, and these are more like qualities um, or taste that you should avoid, are bitter things, things that are stringent, things that are cold, dry, clear, and light. All right, so keep those things in mind. Light and airy, again, drier foods, stuff like that. Things that are great for them is, um, and these are herbs, these are amazing herbs for them, are triphala. This helps keep the colon nice and clean. Hirataki, this keeps the colon clean too. Ashwagandha, which is one of my favorites, this strengthens your body, helps um, reset your adrenals, really great for libido support. Um, uh, heng is another one. It's a warm digesting um, herb. Ghee, licorice root, is moisturing to the tissues. So these are all really, really great. And then to flavor your foods, Increase the oil content, have warm foods and lots of liquids. So again, thinking about like putting oil while you're cooking versus having steamed vegetables, have sauteed vegetables. Um, instead of having baked chicken, do like a stir fry. Have warm foods such as um, cooked meals versus a salad. Have more liquids such as stews and soups versus having something else. Increase your sweet, salty Sour and pungent taste. These would be really great for them. The other things that are really great are to um, really try to find things that are very nourishing for the body. So again, when we talk about, and a lot of people are like, wow, I can't believe that she's suggesting sweet. Sweet taste does not mean sugar. This is actually overstimulating for vatas. And Ayurveda sweet actually refers to nourishing foods um, like root vegetables, animal products, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. These foods, again, need to be very warm, moist, and heavy, yet they're easy to digest. So think of root vegetable soup or grandmother's chicken noodle soup. Because vatas tend to get very dry, which is often the first sign of a vata imbalance, if you are a vata, you need to stay hydrated. Um, and make sure that your body is sitting down to actually eat. Stomach acids and enzymes and bile all come from a liquid form, so not having adequate hydration. Um, a half an hour is very um, is good for you as far as like trying to get those those juices kind of going so that you're able to break down that food. So again, the biggest thing is to, when we're talking about those qualities that I mentioned before, um, the dry, light, cold, rough, subtle, and clear, 
some things to think about dry, you know, things with salt, oil, um, sour taste or protein, light with carbohydrates, fat and protein, cold. So um, this is things that you want to to avoid, um, like having this coldness. So instead of having coldness, you want to have spices and cooked foods that are served hot. Instead of having something that's rough, like a kale, you want to have something that's gooey foods like oatmeal. So think of like, instead of having granola, you want to go for oatmeal. Instead of having subtle foods, you want to have grounding root vegetables. And instead of having something that's clear, you want to have grounding root vegetables again. So those would be ideal for a person with um, with that. So again, thinking of things like um, stuff like the legumes, raw food, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, and cabbage will actually be irritating. So you're trying to find things that are opposite of those qualities. And then again, um, some of the spots where vata tends to hang out in. Vata tends, like this quality, tends to hang out in the colon, the waist, the bones, the skin, um, the ears, and the mind. So in the colon, the body reabsorbs moisture from the feces before eliminating into the colon, and your body is dry and starts to struggle with absorbing this water. In your waist, when vata is very high, the bones become more mobile and the mind becomes more active. We tend to forget about the lower half of the body. In the bones, this is where you're starting to feel that um, that crackiness because you have mineral deficiencies, which shows up on white spots in the nails, hair loss or arthritis, problems with bones, hair, skin, and nails are very high when you have a lot of vata in you. In the skin, um, alma, which is the toxins um, from the colon, they start to spread throughout the body through the blood and the kidneys try to eliminate these toxins through the urinary tract. This results in excess of fluids leading to dry skin. So they kind of like take off all the fluids as they're trying to go through this detoxification part. And so you end up having really dry patches of skin. Ears. Ringing in the ears is due to high vata when the quality of the blood is poor due to all the toxins in it or alma, the sense organs get stimulated. The ear is especially sensitive because of this. So many of these people are that are vata are musicians, so you might find that you hear that ringing in your ears. And in the mind, um, this is that anxiety and afraid because the vata mind becomes very stimulated. So people are also experiencing racing thoughts, the disjointed thoughts. They have a hard time find, falling asleep, insomnia, or you know they fall asleep and they have a hard time staying asleep. So these are all various things when it comes to Vata. And I hope that you learned a little bit more to see if this is your dosha type. And if so, then now you know some techniques to help you really start to find some, some balance and be able to overcome some of these symptoms. Because too often... We try to just mask them with medication or anything else, but really get into the root of it. You know, what kind of lifestyle do I need to have? What kind of food do I need to have? What should I be including? Like, you know, if you have dry skin, don't just slap on lotion. Make sure that you're oiling your skin. That's going to penetrate your skin a little bit more. 
Your skin is one of your largest organs. So putting on something that's very moisturizing, such as um, oils, are really going to help seep into the skin and into those bones a lot more than just putting on um, some kind of a lotion. So I hope this helps you when it comes to understanding that dosha. And I'm curious, are you vata? If so, simply head on over to anchor.fm and on my podcast, you can actually leave a voice message and I want to hear from you. Are you Vata? Or you can go over to my Instagram page at FWL underscore staff and leave me a message there and let me know like, yeah, I heard your podcast and I am totally Vata. Or I took the quiz and Vata is definitely what I am. And if you're looking for any other recommendations, I'll be happy to help you out with that. All right, you guys, next week, we are actually going to be covering Pitta. So remember, Pitta is one of my doshas, one out of two. It's definitely my husband's predominant dosha. And you'll be able to hear a little bit more about that one to see if that is what you are. All right, see you next week. Bye for now. Hey, ladies out there, if you enjoyed this past episode and want to learn more about doshas, love yoga, love hanging out with like-minded women, and really want to up-level your overall health and wellness, mind, body, and soul, then I highly suggest that you take some time this September and join us for our Shakti Rising Retreat. Because let's face it, we're all super busy and it's really nice to sit back and relax and unwind and just know that you are in the presence of some amazing women that are there to support you in your own spiritual journey. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in doing, don't delay right now. We are offering $150 off of the registration price. So simply go over to the link in the show notes and book today. You want to book before the end of August because the prices will go back up at the end of August. So again, I hope to see you this September 27th to the 29th for Shakti Rising Retreat, which is in Ortonville, Michigan. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.